Hey, my friends, welcome to whatever this podcast is called, Wellness Pep Talk. Went from my brain for a minute. Hey, good to be with you again. I'm Caitlin. I use she, her pronouns, and I am the host, the voice behind Wellness Pep Talk, where I start to debunk wellness myths and bullshit that I've either experienced myself or seen others experience. And this month for September, I want to share with you something that's been on my mind a lot over the past few years and especially in the past couple of weeks. And that is the word lazy or the act of being lazy. So we will get into it in just a moment. But before we do, I want to preface by always saying that everything that I say should be taken from a place of curiosity and learning and educating yourself, not diagnosing or using these words to go uproot your life and change something about it. This is for educational entertainment purposes only. Ah, With that mumbo jumbo out of the way, let's get into it. I want to start off with a big claim, that claim being laziness does not exist. Yeah, allow that to settle into your mother effing bones. Laziness does not exist. Now, I want you to think about if you've had an experience with the word lazy. Maybe you've used it, maybe you've been, it's been used against you. Maybe it's been used in a positive or negative manner. So whatever your connection to the word lazy is, just take a moment to think about what comes up for you. And I'll share a little bit about my experience with this word in the past and kind of like where I am today and why it's important to address this today, um, the middle of September 2021, right? Is that the year? Dear God, I don't know. (sighs) Take a breath in and out. Let it go. So I have been called lazy. Maybe you can relate. I have been called lazy directly and indirectly, um, both from, excuse me, burp, people I knew, people I didn't know as well, Um, I used to work in the tech world in New York City, and this was right after I graduated from school. I went to move to New York. I worked for a couple of tech startups back to back, and there was always this recurring theme of like, just being, feeling that I had to work all the time. There was guilt if I wasn't working. There was guilt if I left the office at a normal hour. And when I say normal, um, in this context, I mean like 5 or 6 p.m. Um, Because that's, you know, the kind of our, in our capitalist society, those hours of 9 to 5 are kind of the standard. Um, 
But I felt so much guilt for taking care of myself and being myself. And in that point in my life, I wasn't even taking care of myself all that great. Um, I, you know, of course I was doing the best that I could at that moment in time, but because I felt so much guilt for not working as much as everybody else or for taking more vacation than other folks, I wasn't really allowed to like lean into taking care of myself because I still had feelings that I should be doing more. Um, one example that happened during my first um, stint within a tech startup was there was an unlimited vacation policy. And I think that these policies can kind of be tricky, unlimited ones, um, if the company is not open enough about them. So I was at a company that didn't necessarily mean what they said when they said unlimited. Um, they, it seemed that they were not ready to deal with what that actually meant, right? They wanted to look like they were offering a work-life balance, but they didn't really know what that looked like in practice. So I had taken, you know, X number of days, which doesn't even feel that crazy. Um, but I was made to feel crazy and, and lazy for taking that amount of days. Um, and I think I was at like 20 days at that point, which in a calendar years to me is like nothing. Like I know a lot of folks get a lot less than that and I don't think that's okay. Um, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like I was taking 50 or 60, which like, let's take away the shame of, of that being your vacation, right? Like what number is right for each of us? It probably differs. So if you're going to have an unlimited vacation policy, you got to have an unlimited vacation policy. So through the grapevine, I heard that kind of the person I was working with, um, she had a problem with how many days I had asked off. Um, didn't communicate it to me, communicate, communicated it to someone else. And my friend in the office overheard and told me. So, ew, gross, all of that. Um, if you have a problem, fucking come to me. I'm not here for that shit. And then we can have a conversation about your quote-unquote unlimited vacation policy. Because as I was concerned, during the interview process, I checked in. Hey, you have an unlimited vacation policy. Is this true? You know, what does that actually look like in practice? No issues. Okay. I put in my days that I want off before I get approval for them. I get, they get approved. So what is the, what is the issue here? And I think what I've come to realize is that like, it was probably her issue with taking time off, right? It had nothing to do with me or maybe it was, you know, it had to do with me in some way, but she wasn't being direct about that. Right. And so, so I was labeled as, as lazy, taking too much vacation. And I knew that that wasn't the life that I wanted. I didn't want 
bullshit, that drama, that she's lazy behind my back. Fuck that shit. But I still went on to another tech startup that also had an unlimited vacation policy. Much less of an issue there. You know, they meant what they said. Um, I had a different... Uh, the person that I worked with was very different, was much more um, okay with me taking that time, even though she herself was not great at taking time away. But it, it was a better situation. But in between going from that first situation to the next, when I was looking for jobs, um, someone labeled me as you know, not being a hard enough worker, being lazy. They didn't think that there was a job that I was applying for and they didn't want to give a reference because they thought I was lazy. And, you know, as I sit here today, as I sit here and and work only 26 hours every week, and I, I mean, like only, that's still a lot. Um, when we are not meant to work, 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 work all the time. But as I sit here and, you know, then I was working 40 to 60 hours, depending on the week. And I'm working 26 hours now. I'm like, who's lazy now, bitch? This one. And I'm just really leaning into this word lazy as a more positive thing. Um, It does have, I will mention, it does have ableist roots. I think when we typically use the word lazy, we might attach it to marginalized identities, people with medical conditions, people with disabilities, either visible or not, right? When we think of who we have called lazy in the past, like stop and take a moment to think of who we've used that word to describe. And the thing is, is that those folks are usually working a lot harder than most of us because they're overcoming trauma and, and poverty and illness and being someone that is not, um, lifted up in our society. And we forget or or we misunderstand that poverty, trauma, marginalization, disability causes fatigue, pain, physical and mental illness. That makes it extremely hard to move through the world at all, but especially in ways that we as like, you know, privileged, able-bodied people move through the world. So imagine you're somebody who is experiencing one or all of these things, and then someone slaps lazy on you. Super helpful, super fucking helpful, right? No. No. And it goes back to capitalism because 
right? If you're labeled lazy, you are a piece of shit. You are not worthy. You, we're going to shame you. We're going to make you feel bad about it. And we're going to make you work harder so that you feed capitalism and you feed this productive, productive society that we live in. And we, a lot of times, <laughs> sneeze, we all sneeze, but we also, we just look at the person, right? And we're like, their behaviors are lazy without knowing anything at all about their lives, without knowing the trauma that they've endured, um, how their basic needs are not being met. And the basic needs, if we, if we look at like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, are like food, shelter, I'm literally going to, gun to, literally gun to Google search it to make sure I have it right, yeah. Uh, food, water, warmth, rest, shelter, sleep, clothing, what Maslow defines them as physiological needs. So if we're not getting these needs met, we are not able to find safety. We are not able to find belongingness and love. We are not able to find accomplishments, feeling of, a feeling of being accomplished. We're not able to fulfill our full potential, including being creative, right? And doing things that we love. And so those physiological needs, food, air, water, shelter, sleep, clothing. If we don't have those things, we literally cannot progress up that hill of, of needs, right? Or that mountain as it's kind of displayed. And so if someone is, doesn't have access to those things, right? For whatever reason, how can we expect them to do anything but, well, first of all, how can we expect them to do anything? How can we expect people to move past their physiological needs when they're not being met? You can't. You're fighting every day to have food, to have shelter, to have air, to have sleep, to have safe sleep, to have clothing. You're fighting every day for that. And then you get lazy slapped on you from our society. So I just want us to think about the fact that when lazy is used, we often don't see or know what is going on, right? And we need to look at the systems and what's going on at the root rather than just identifying from what we see. And some of the behaviors that are like looked down upon as lazy. And I'm going to bring it back to maybe um, what I can relate to, right? I have my basic needs met. So I am able to move up that hierarchy of needs to meet my, my psychological needs, my self-fulfillment needs. But I can't do those things even working 60, 80 hours a week, even 40 hours a week, 
right? I don't have time for rest or creativity or any of these other things if I am constantly working. And not to mention thinking about all of the other tasks and responsibilities that we have as humans, whether we are partners or parents, caregivers, um, whatever that may be. And so I want to encourage us to stop using the word lazy or start embracing the word lazy. Like, yeah, I'm lazy. I'm a lazy fucking bitch because I know that I cannot run on fumes because my life is worth more, is greater than running and keeping up with society and feeding capitalism that will just continue to take and take and take and exploit me. And I've worked as a nanny for the last three years. Talk about exploitation. Talk about working someone, not paying them a lot, and then expecting them to raise the children of the next generation. And let me tell you, I have a good because I make more than a lot of nannies and daycare workers and caregivers. And I work for family. So if, if we look at anyone else outside of my situation, which is a lot of fucking people who are doing this work, adding to society in such amazing ways, right? Nurturing these children, bringing them up. We're exploiting, we're exploiting these people. And a lot of times, it's women who are in caring carer roles. And a lot of times it's women of color. Two groups that are, you know, already marginalized, already paid less, already held back, right? So when we put this label of lazy on those people, because they rest while the kid naps, right? And that was one thing that was really important for me when, with watching the kids was like, I will, I will rest while the kids rest. I am not going to run around like a crazy person cleaning and doing dishes and doing laundry. I started doing that. And then I said, wait a second wait a second, I am not being paid enough to do the job that I'm doing now, let alone extra duties. And so now I'm at a place we look back at when I was at those startups where I was working a lot more, still leaning into my quote unquote laziness, which God help us if they thought I was being lazy. (sighs) And now I've moved into this place of, yeah, I work 26 hours a week. I'm hoping to lessen that over time. And I do rest and I do play and I do sit in a hammock for hours and I look up at the sky and I enjoy my fucking life and I live my life as it comes to me. And capitalism is not allowed to take my life from me. Capitalism, you will no longer exploit me so that you can work me to the bone, pay me no money, so that I'll just keep adding to your bullshit. I'm done. Whew. Ooh. 
You do not need to be producing all the time. You do not need to prioritize how much you get done and your efficiency and how fast you work over your physical and mental well-being, over living as a human in this world. It may be hard to practice out in that world because we live in a society that doesn't want us to do those things. But let me tell you, you get to decide how lazy you want to be. You get to reclaim the word. You get to look at it as a positive thing, as a reason that you are so amazing because you know how to balance. You know how to live your life. You know how to rest. And we cannot help each other if we are so busy working and being productive and being exploited, right? Capitalism survives off of interdependency where we are climbing over each other and working against each other. Yeah, capitalism loves that shit. But in order for community to happen, in order for us to be a connected body of people, We need to slow down. We need to take things off our plate. We need to say no. We need to be lazy so that we can help each other, so we can help ourselves. (sighs) I think that's it for now. For now, just for now. Thanks for listening along. And just remember, it's okay to reclaim lazy. It's okay to say no and rest and pull yourself out of capitalism. It's okay. I love you, happy September. And as the seasons change, I hope you really lean into this idea of rest and laziness. And truly because you deserve it, because you're a human being, not a human doing. I can't remember who said that, but shout out to them. I love that. You're a human being, you're not a human doing. I love you. Bye.